There it is. Well, we had it. That was our bet. We, we just had our best intro. It was really good. Ever. It, it was really good. We talked about lightsabers. My haircut. Talked about haircuts. Jeremiah yep. got a haircut. Thanks. I mean, or With just a lightsaber. That was more of a. That wasn't a compliment. That was just more of an observation. Uh, no, it looks good. I wasn't. Okay. You were fishing. <laughs> uh, no, do, do you go to. Do you have a guy or a gal? <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. I have a, I have, I have a whole hair, I have a whole haircut journey. It's been a journey. It's oh been... Lord! Oh Lord! <laughs> Actually, I, I do too. I got a. What's yours? Let me hear yours. Well, I don't want to. No, I want to hear yours. What's, what's your hair? I mean, you're you the one ha- that got the haircut. You haven't even had a haircut. I'm, I'm more interested in yours. I haven't had a haircut in years. No, I, I get haircuts. I get trims. So my, my haircut story, is from many years ago. I had long hair. It was a little mm-hmm. shorter than this. But I went in to get um, a trim. I forget exactly what I said. I said something incorrect. And this was back when I didn't really have somebody that I would go to regularly. I would just kind of go into a place and say, you know, trim up my hair. Because it was long, and I feel like that's pretty easy to do, just do a little trim. Mm -hmm. So I must have said something wrong to this guy. Because in my head, I just wanted to trim, just like an inch or something. Yeah. And he shaved my head it was i look like um if you recall um what's his name of course i'm not gonna be able to remember his name now he was a red hot chili pepper uh for a short day no no i want to say you know it's girl no it's not dave girl it's dave girl Girl. (laughs) you know famous red hot chili paper (laughs) pepper dave girl uh no he married carmen electra for a little bit oh gosh oh boy let's look up hold hold on Carmen Electra Husbands. Oh boy, uh, Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro, that's it. Okay. I look like Dave Navarro. I don't know if you remember what his oh, yeah. hairstyle was like in the '90s, maybe early 2000s. Like but shaved very... on the sides, or yes, what? shaved on the sides, very short on the sides and in the back, but just super long in the front. He basically oh. didn't take any of the length off the front, but sh- but had it shaved down on the sides and the back. Oh, good. It Lord. was, and and I could feel it happening. I could feel it happening, and I didn't say anything, and I just was like, you know what? This is going to be what it's going to be, and uh, I'm going to say that we're good to go at the end, and I'm going to walk out and, you know, combust. Is, it, is it this? Is it this right here? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was something very similar to that. Wow. Um, oh, that's awful. So, like super it, emo. Yeah. It's like super emo. It was bad. It was oh, bad. Wow. So I immediately went home put on a baseball cap had that on for the next day or two i had to go to work the next day wore a hat this is when i was a, a news shooter so mm-hmm. i could wear hats um showed my best friend uh in peoria and she was just like oh my god that is, that is mortifying <laughs> she actually knew somebody that that she would go to so i went to that person they fixed you up they fixed she, you? she cut the she cut the rest of it off i basically just had short hair and then started growing it out again. That's fine. So. That's fine. So who do you see now? Uh, it's too early. Her name's Amanda. What do you mean it's too early? I, I was blanking on the name. Oh, I thought you meant like it's too early. Like you don't want to commit to her long term yet. And so you don't want to like. Oh, God, no. I've been seeing Amanda for <laughs> years and years and years now. Is that's why I was embarrassed that I had forgotten her name. No, she's she in Peoria. Okay. She lives in uh, Morton, nearby Morton. Oh, yeah. Sure. Morton. Sure. But no, she's very good. Hold on. Hello? Yeah. Are you leaving? Yeah. Are you on a call? Yeah, I'm on a call. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, I love you. I'm, I'm talking to Jeremiah. 
Do you have any messages for Jeremiah? Oh, you're coming down. Yeah. Oh, hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. How are you? <laughs> You've met Jeremiah. Oh, there's a dog too. Oh my gosh, what a what a treat this is becoming. Everybody's You've not here. Met Jeremiah. I don't think in person, right? No, I don't well, think you so. Can't hear him. Well, I can. You yeah. can. Okay, yeah. she can hear you through my headphone that I yeah, have out. Oh hi, there, hi. Uh, Taylor Swift. Forever. Forever. Actually. Oh, oh, we have a vinyl. to front, but like a vinyl. That's not, it's not mine. <laughs> he sleeps with it. He like hugs it. No, I don't. When he's sleeping. No, I don't, Mom. Shut up, Mom. No, that's true. No, that's true. <laughs> All right, I love you. Bye. 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 Nice to meet you. Thanks for filling hey, in. Hopefully, my house dog, doesn't burn please. down again. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a lovely. You, you got to show that on on the social media. You got that was a wonderful little cameo. Social media will love that. They love that kind of stuff. They love wives, <laughs> husbands and wives interacting. Right. That's like thirty percent of social social media. Anyway, yeah. So uh, Amanda is my uh, uh, hairstylist. Okay. Has been for many years. So how Plus often her. do you go now? Because you got really long hair. So to, to the listeners, Warren's hair is now. Longer than shoulder length. This is the longest I've ever seen it. Yeah, it's pretty long. So what do you, um, how how long or how often do you go now? It just, uh, once every few months, I'll say. Once every, once every three months. Okay. Which is probably not true. Probably closer to four or five. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah. about you? What about you? <clears throat> so I Tell cut my own. Hair. So ever since uh, college, I cut my own hair. No way. With scissors, no less. With scissors. What? I cut that's, my own hair with gutsy. scissors. Um, my hairstyle always lent itself to it because it was kind of messy hairstyle. Here comes Jeremiah with his uh, messy hair. You know, oh. you know what I mean? it's like, oh, <laughs> look at this guy. His his hair looks like it was cut by a blind person. Right. So you could you could do that. Yeah. And so what what was interesting during the pandemic, I went opposite. So, I mean, for most of the pandemic, like when when barber shops closed down, I was like, hey, I've got this. Everybody else is panicking. I just do the same thing I always do. Yeah. But then. For whatever reason, I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat yourself. And I started going. There was a new barber that came into Muhammad, and I went and gave him a shot. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved how I felt afterwards. And <laughs> like that, I am now, I'm back on team, team barbershop. So during the pandemic is when you were like, <laughs> yes. I'm going to, I'm going to start going to barbers right. when, yeah, when yeah. everybody else was like trying to figure out home, home barbers. That's exactly stuff. right. That's, like, that's basically what happened. Uh, and what, then, what was it about your, your barber going experience that made you feel so great? That it was actually a good haircut. I thought I had been doing a good job. <laughs> like, and, and actually probably to pat myself on the back, I think for cutting your own hair with scissors, I think I did a pretty darn good job, but then like, okay. it's not a professional. And so once I left a professional, I was like, oh yeah, this is what it's like when you get your hair done well. Yeah. And so even and, uh, <laughs> no holes. Yeah. And so then uh, I went to a barber shop in Champaign for a while, a, a guy who runs a shop there, and then asked him for advice of where to take my son uh, to get a, to go to a good actual mm -hmm. barber shop, you know, for his for his kind of hair. Yeah. Um, he's African American for those who don't know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, he sent me to this really cool guy named Hector on mm -hmm. on the U of I's campus, oh, and nice. I kind of fell in love with Hector. He kind of. It's guy. it's a credible guy. Uh, he also just happens to cut like the entire U of I basketball team's hair. It's like all those guys, Kofi, Curbelo, they all go see Hector. Oh, that's and cool. uh, basically, that I switched to Hector, so now Hector's my guy. 
and I go see Hector. So this is Ziri and I go see Hector on. Uh, Are you hoping that this gets you in on the U of I men's basketball team? I'm. Do you tell um, people that like you guys? Or in the same orbit? Oh no! I'm hoping it actually gets me on the team. You want to? You, you have like eligibility. Well, I, I haven't. Yeah, I've got four years. Plus you the gotta, you gotta, se- the super that's, senior that, year. That's your biggest selling point. Is that you got five full years available? <laughs> yeah. You're 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 pitching qu- quantity over quality. That's right. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, look, coach. All these all these players, they're one and dones. You got me for five years, Bubby. Five you got years. me for five years. I'm a 40-year-old. I will not bring you drama. Those 19-year-olds are annoying. I'm not going to have any of that. I'm not going to have it. any drama. I'll show none up there it. on time. I'll do whatever you want me to do in practice. You can yell at me. If, if you want to like set an example and you need somebody <laughs> to be the example, I'll be that guy. I'll just... You want a coach on the floor? I'm a, I'm a coach on the floor. Right. Right. <laughs> it all, so it all started with Hector. And going okay. To see, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, good. No, it looks great. So Hector, Hector did this this job that I'm looking at here with the lightsaber. He did. He did yep. Very good. Very good. Was this a? Um, it, now I know you've said that when you shave, you you look uh, you you can't leave the house for two days or else people will recoil in in fear. I just shaved about 20 minutes ago, so I think. Well, for look at that. Reason, you and I are on a on a schedule where I I cleanly shaven every time we do. We got to do a podcast every time we shave. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say that along with the nice clean haircut, the freshly shave look, it, it's great. Thank you. I know that you said that you don't like the freshly shaved look or it's not, it's not peak. It's not peak face. Right. No, it's not peak. It's not me at my, my fighting. My, it's not my fighting face yet. Yeah. Right, you wouldn't want to go into the ring with this face too right. smooth. <laughs> but in a couple of days, I'll be interested to see what you think because I'll send you a picture the, of my face I, in two I, days. I, I, I'm telling you, the combination of the clean cut with the fresh face—it's looking good. <laughs> Thank you. It's looking good. Thank you so much. You and me um, are you, you and I are to, really are total opposites. Not only in our backgrounds, which you're all white and 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 looking cool. Well, let, let's be honest. Your background—it's not—it's yeah. <laughs> mine's a little bit brighter than yours, <laughs> but mine is a complete pigsty. And right. yours is just a nice clean office. Well, it's a Lego like, that's, office. That's the big difference. That's true. Is, is, is yours looks nice. It looks like a professional adult, you know, uses that room. Oh, it does? My, it does? My, there's like This room is literally a Lego room. That's what's wow. on, on all these are Lego sets. But see, that it's is, all blurred out. You can't really tell what's, this one right what's here, back there. This one right here is a Moana. This is the Moana shelf. This is my, that's very professional. That's very professional. Moana, that's Star Wars. This you don't think there are you don't think there are Moana Lego sets and C suites across the nation? There are. There's right. Legos everywhere. I just love that you call this a professional office. It's I mean it's literally an eight year old's office. <laughs> comparatively, mine looks like the office of, of a of a squatter. Um look at my mug. Cup of friendship. That's I like that mug. That's like uh is that made out of rock? Is that rock? It's like a stone, like a stone here but it's a good yeah. we um we Courtney and I saw it at a at a little little shop little home shop and it was yeah. way too expensive to pay for one mug but I wanted we loved that we had a mug and that as the bottom of the mug says in all lowercase letters very blurry very blurry it says cup of friendship cup of friendship I I like the um I like the look of it it's very sleek look was that, that made in a kiln look at that think? bokeh look at that look at that blurry background look at that I mean, what's I think I've asked you this before, but what's the what's that lens? Oh, we got a one, twenty. We got a twenty mil one point eight. One point eight. See, that's that's 
That's I like that. That's slick. That's fast. Love those hey, fast lenses. Hey Warren. Warren. Yep. Hey Warren. Um mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You teased over text message. <laughs> I know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew this was coming. That you had a pivot in in, in an idea for a pivot for the pod. And you wanted mm-hmm. to pitch it to me mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. air, mm-hmm. live to tape. And <laughs> yeah. um and I'm very nervous. This is like when you when your when your significant other says, Hey, when you Look, get home, we gotta talk. We, we gotta, gotta talk. talk. Before the kids get home, we need to talk. <laughs> um yeah. So I I will occasionally have these little bolts. These little lightning bolts hit my brain mm-hmm. when it comes to the podcast and, and what we could potentially do with it. And one of the bolts of lightning that hit my head, I don't know if you ever did this when you were in, I, I'm going to say this was late middle school when I was doing this. Uh, me and some friends, we would, we would get together and we would start writing a story, right? And each person would write a couple of lines or maybe like a short paragraph. And we still do this. It. We still do this like in the car, in the car with the kids. We'll still do it. You a do? Little. Yes. You do, you, 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 and then, you, but right, you just kind of piggyback on, on everybody's what preceded you, and then right. you just kind of create this, this story. So I was thinking, oh, that would be maybe a cool idea for a podcast where the people involved, you and me in this example, would create a story through weaving together all these different back and forth, you know, details. And, and that's about as far as I got with it. I. I <laughs> As, as, <laughs> I like that you stopped in the middle of literally in the middle of a sentence. And just well, that's about it. And that's here's usually... what I was thinking. I was thinking that we would we would put together all these different people, all these different, and that's about that's about where how far I got. Yeah, because what usually happens when I have ideas about anything <laughs> is that I feel like I have a really good idea, right? And I think, oh, this has potential. And then when I start to flesh it out, I start to see the holes in it. Sure. Or, I, or I don't. I don't immediately figure out like, oh, the next great detail that makes it great, mm-hmm. and then I just start to sour on it. And that's kind of what happened almost immediately <laughs> after I texted you, <laughs> and so that I had this great idea about a podcast. Because although I do like the idea of, um, you know, having just generally a, a podcast that each season you could say is its own story, I was struggling to figure out how exactly that would work how how the story would would develop so are you because saying, are you saying like then like in one episode you would start talking about a story and you would talk for a couple of minutes and then i would pick it up and i would keep talking or what do you mean well n- no because that would suck i feel like that would <laughs> that would be terrible that's kind of what i was it thinking. would be yeah it'd be terrible if <laughs> i was just telling a story then stopped and then you started telling no that would be terrible okay, okay what good. what the pod what the podcast would be I would think in this scenario is you and I basically hashing out details like, okay, we know that um, in our story, the, the main character is Gary and uh, Gary has a motorized bicycle. And and it's like, and and so we're just basically talking about the details of the story. And then I don't know how the story then would be created because then it would require one or both of us to do, yes, to do something outside of the podcast, which as we've discussed is very dicey. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So 
Okay, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? I okay, I kind of think I so so it's so really more it's kind of like a live pitch meeting or like a, a writer's yeah. room. We're like yeah. you and I are in a writer's room right. and we're coming yeah. up with you got it a movie. We're tracking and we're and we're just kind of spitball. We're kind of spitballing. We're throwing yeah. things at the at the wall. We're throwing things at the wall. Yeah. There's no bad ideas. There's no bad ideas. Yeah, I said let's try it. Let's try it for an episode, just for fun. It might be. It probably will be terrible. It, I it yeah it will be terrible I know it will be terrible and that's why I I was I soured on it but yeah maybe maybe that could be our our second half here we started what time did we start nine nine thirty it's it's nine fifty currently on April Fool's Day of all days you know there is no podcast always very how timely this, how about this for an idea yeah go <clears throat> what if right now I cold texted a friend of mine and yeah. said hop on Zoom you're on the pod. Oh, yeah, let's do it. All right, who should we text? I don't know. Um, we've already done Dave. I feel like he'd be game, but we've done Dave. We've done Dave. We've done Dave. We've done Dave. Um, let's see, let's see. Who, who, <laughs> who's actually who's not working a, a job right now? Uh, yeah, because it's it's peak it's peak <laughs> working hours. Although it is Friday, so maybe, it is Friday. maybe somebody took a Friday off. Let's see, let's nice see. three day weekend. Who could we take? Who could we? Who could we message? Uh, think, one of the Ryan Scotts. Oh, yeah, one of the Ryans. Ryan Wills. Okay. Um, you. He's he's usually a very good texter. You busy, bro? Okay. And this is all in text. Or this is all caps. You busy, bro? All caps. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna send him the link and say, if not, hop on Zoom. There we go. You're in all caps now. You're on the pod. You made the pod, Ryan. <clears throat> we can pitch. We can pitch Ryan the idea for the the pivot okay the pod pivot all right there it is there it is so yeah i'm gonna ask and if he clicks it he'll be right on with us great so yeah but uh, just very generally thirty thousand foot view if you saw or heard about a podcast that the premise of it was each season is its own story that the hosts create throughout the season I mean that sounds like a that sounds like it could be something, right? That sounds like it's a podcast, right? Say it again. Say it again. So each season, the the host, the team on the podcast, whoever it is, two very good looking guys who are great right. friends, right? They create a story from scratch, you know, cover to cover, and like that's that's the sto- that you know that's the season of the podcast and each each season is is a different story that they create from scratch just kind of going back and forth now you don't you would probably hear that and be like well how do they do that and then and then and then you would discover it from listening to the podcast <laughs> but uh i mean that 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 sounds like it would be a good podcast right if those two guys were established writers of other things that I liked. It's true. That's for true. instance, they'd have um, to be good at writing, right? They'd have to be good at telling stories, right? Every, that would be every couple months. I just naturally find myself down a Craig Kilborn rabbit hole. Where... Wow, Craig Kilborn! Oh, I've not loved... thought of that guy in years. He's on my Mount Rushmore of Jerry's all-time favorite I, entertainers I... or whatever you want to call them personalities. Yeah. I love Craig Kilborn. I could talk about a whole hour on Craig Kilborn and how underrated and underappreciated Craig Kilborn was. What has he been doing in the last 15 that's, years? That's part of the whole mystique of of Craigers is that, so he was on The Daily Show 
um, way, way back. And then he went from The Daily Show to, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He went, he was on SportsCenter. Yeah. And then went to The Daily Show. And mm-hmm. then went from The Daily Show and had, was on The Late Late Show on CBS. Right. How long did he have that show? Five or six years. Okay. That's longer and, than I would have guessed. Yeah, and he essentially, according to him, and nothing else has ever come out since then, he just, it came time for his contract, like, like renewal, he's just like, yeah, I'm just done with it. I'm just kind of bored with the whole late night humor. He's like, I like, I had this vision for my style of what late, late night could look like, which is essentially, I think Conan O'Brien, polar opposite. Conan O'Brien, mm-hmm. very self-depreciating, you know, uh, and Craig's personality is complete opposite, where it's like, look how... Good looking, I am. I'm amazing. Sure, Aren't I great? almost like a Stephen Colbert thing, but not like hard right wing. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just look how awesome I am. Sure, which is really hard to do and still be likable. That's a s- super it, hard thing. I it's think, very hard off. in comedy to do. You, yeah. you never want to come off as being better than people. And so he just stepped away, and then he was in. If you remember, he played a small part in, um, what was the Will Ferrell party movie where he played, um. Old school. Oh, he was an old school. Old school, yeah. I he, remember that. He played a really Thank kind you. of small, like the douchebag uh, boyfriend in old yeah. school. Yeah. But then in the past couple Killed years, it. he's popped back up on Instagram, and he's my favorite right. thing. He's the only reason I I open up Instagram is to see if Craig Kilborn has posted it. Because he'll just do little videos, and it's classic Craigers talking about how today I'm just hanging out in my mahogany library and drinking, you know, watching classic <laughs> movies and stuff. He's great. Well, why, why was I talking about Craig Kilborn? Oh, so I went down a rabbit hole yesterday and found one of his original writers from his late night show or the okay. two writers from his late night show that he would always, he, he would like during late night show, he would refer to Gibby and Goldie all the time. And like, and when you're watching, who's Gibby and Goldie, who's he talking about? And it turns out those were his main writers. Okay. Those guys have a podcast now. I instantly oh. subscribed. I can't wait to listen. Cause like if, if, if they, those guys were in the DNA of that late night show, I'm going to sure. love the podcast. Right. And so, if I heard a Gibby and Goldie had a podcast they're like, where they're yeah, making, making we're a doing story, a, <laughs> I'm all like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Two random guys in the Midwest, though, you'd <laughs> yeah. say that's probably going to be garbage. Right, probably. Yeah. But why not? Okay, that's a fair point. Gibby and Goldie. So you have not listened to this podcast yet? I haven't. Do you have... Okay, so Craig Kilborn is like my my favorite late night show or any kind of host that I watch and I can't get enough of. Mm-hmm. In college, I would watch him every night, like going to bed. Right? Mm-hmm. Who is your? Do you have a late night, like a no, favorite no, late night person? Conan. Conan. Oh, it is Conan. Okay, for sure, for sure. I and I I liked Letterman as well. Yeah, uh, he was very. I mean, there was a period of time where I was even watching Jay Leno somewhat regularly, just because late night programming was so good. I feel like right. for for a period of time, and certainly when the whole. Um, Conan and Leno fiasco went down like it yep. was it was really great no I, I I but even before that I vividly remember reading a news article about how Conan O'Brien was taking over late night you know TV and this was this was kind of before people were really talking about him as being the you know the next you know great late night host yeah he had had his show for a number of years but you know, there was this article that was just like Conan O'Brien is is poised to be like the next big thing in late night TV, and and I was I was like, oh yeah, I've been thinking about this for for years. This guy's yes. so hilarious, and just the, the style of humor, it's just you know out of left field a lot of times. And when when there was a writer strike and he was having to do everything himself, I feel like that was some of his like it's best great. stuff. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. He had like the the uh, switcher on his desk, and he was like switching <laughs> cameras from his desk. Right. He put his desk at the back of the. I mean, just all kinds of <laughs> yeah weird, crazy stuff. It was great. I love. I've it. seen so we've so. seen Conan in person twice. Really, once, once in New York City, and once in Indianapolis after the Super Bowl. Oh no, no, that was Jimmy Fallon. We saw Jimmy Fallon, Indianapolis after the Super Bowl, but we saw Conan in person in New York, and it was he came out beforehand. And it was crazy how tall that and tall and like yeah. ghostly that guy looked. It was kind of free. like if you no joke, if you saw him in the street, you'd be like, like he's about to die. That's how he looked. We also saw John Stewart in person, or I did with my brother uh, back in 2012. We saw The Daily Show. It is amazing how short that guy is. Crazy yeah. short. But For that was sure. also when Stephen Colbert was one of his his you know yeah, correspondence correspondence yeah. and so we were like the first ones in line this is my brother his wife at the time and, and myself we were in line and colbert comes out i think just like somebody was dropping himself dropping something off or whatever came over talked to us for maybe like a good three to five minutes like a long time just talking with mm. us asking where we we're from he's insanely nice and we were playing it cool and then like these other fans come up Finally, like, oh my gosh, it's Stephen Colbert, and then he was like, okay, guys, I gotta go, I gotta see it. We were like, we were so, we were so pissed. Like he was like, Colbert was like taking time with us. You come over here, you start geeking out, and then he, yeah, pieces out. Spooked him. Spooked him. Spooked him. You spooked him. You spooked Stephen Colbert. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a, a, you know, I feel like I I enjoyed his show on Comedy Central a little bit more than his late night stuff. I, I you yeah. know, it's just just a little different, a little bit more kind of middle of the road, kind of bland. I mean, he's still a funny guy, still a great guy, but. There's a few clips here and there that that I really enjoy, but overall, I'll say who I, mean, I have who I've started to like more is Jimmy Kimmel. I feel like yeah. he is becoming less flat out mean, mm-hmm. but more the more I've been watching him, and I'll just watch like little, you know, YouTube. The algorithm will show me Jimmy knows that I must like yeah. it because it'll show me stuff, sure. and I'll watch clips. But like, oh yeah, he's becoming more and more like I think he is now our new David Letterman, like okay. where his his he, humor. It, it, He's, he's, is he more like the throwback, like kind of because it seems like the format has changed so much, you know, as far as yeah. what like like Jimmy Kimmel, all he or not Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jimmy Fallon, it's like all he wants to do is goofy games mm-hmm. and 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 chum around, which is fine, but it's I don't find that entertaining. No, I don't find it entertaining. I feel like Jimmy Kimmel is more of a let's take it back to kind of what this used to be, yeah, you know, a little bit more straight, but I, I don't know, bit, I, and, I I don't really watch. The Any humor has a little bit more bite to it, I okay. guess. And yeah. he is sarcastic. So, like, he's not afraid to, I like, with his guests, give his guests a little bit of a hard time. And, again, it's not mean. But sure. whereas, like, with Jimmy Fallon, everything's amazing. Oh, my gosh, you're the, you're the greatest right. ever. And J- right. Jimmy Kimmel isn't afraid to, like, just give him a little bit of crap here and there, which I sure. just is more real to me. But, yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've liked a little, little more Jimmy Kimmel lately. I think, uh, okay. he's, I think he's now my main late night guy. Okay. Sorry, I've said it. I've said it. Okay. You're on record. You're a Kimmel guy. <laughs> I want to go back and talk about Craig Kilborn some more because I feel Please. like Please. there's a little bit more to harvest there. Please. Um, I know that John Stewart came in and replaced him on the Daily Show. And re- oh God, look at that. It's just that we're looking at that. Look at that line in the hair, Hector Sorry. with Sorry. the lightsaber, just <laughs> killing it. So 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 uh, John Stewart came on after John Stewart came on after Craig Kilborn and really took the the um, Daily Show to another to to another level I would for say sure. right for sure. Although I will say I preferred the Craig Kilborn Daily too. Show. I did it too. was a completely different show. 
I yeah. mean, first first of all, it's apples and oranges. And not to say that I didn't enjoy the John Stewart Daily Show because I did. I thought it was very good and very funny. But man, like the Craig Kilborn show was just it was perfect. Yep. It was perfect. And I think that maybe I don't know if he was trying to recreate that on his late show later. I mean, obviously slightly different, but it just he was never able to recapture that style. I would on, say. You mean on his late night show? Yes. See, Would I thought, agree? Um, I'll have to go back and watch some of the Daily Show clips. How long was he on the Daily Show? He was on the Daily Show for, let's see, he was on Daily Show from not only three years, 93 to 96. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he he was the first host, right? Was there anybody before Craig Hilborn? Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Daily Show, Sports Center, Late Night. Okay, the Daily Show started in, uh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Craig Hilborn would have been the first. Yeah. Uh, or 96 through 98 is when he, I guess, when he was there. Craig Kilborn was one of those guys on SportsCenter that really um, made SportsCenter what it is today, which is actually not really any anything like what it was when those, like him, Dan Patrick, right. um, Rich Eisen a little yep. bit later. Um, what's his name? The guy who's very left-wing political now keith olberman like oh, all these yeah. guys all these guys made um the late great uh Stuart scott you know with their catchphrases right. and and they, they became the reason why you would watch sports center i mean obviously you're, you're watching sports center because of all the highlights and all that stuff but i always just loved his uh version <laughs> whenever craigers came on and and he would always refer to himself as craigers which i loved mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh but he would hit whenever he hosted sports center it was always the real feel-good edition of sports center welcome to the feel-good edition <laughs> with the sports yes. center with craig kilborn and rich eisen <laughs> i and that's i think that was the difference with craig kilborn at sports center and then on the daily show is that he he did have that kind of I'm you know I'm feeling myself vibe <laughs> yes. at all times yeah but it was it was it was like it was more it was a little softer once he once he went to his late night mm -hmm. show I feel like it, it had a little bit more of an edge and maybe that was by design maybe he wanted it to, to be like oh I'm gonna be a little bit edgier with this and be a little bit more pointed with this stuff but I feel like he was a little bit more aloof in his narcissism maybe <laughs> You oh know, yeah, it, I think that's what it is. I think when he went to the, his late night show, I think he just doubled down on the "Aren't I Amazing?" I mean, yeah. he would he would literally stop in like the middle of just a bit and be like, "You know what? I'm gonna go reflect on a job well done." And he would like walk over to the to the to sets or something. No, he would like walk over to the sets like little uh, window that would overlook like the fake the fake <laughs> landscape of Hollywood yeah. and be like. Wow, it's a Friday, and I'm just reflecting on a job well done. And then, <laughs> and he would also a brilliant. He would be his own announcer at the beginning, and so like it would be like tonight, uh, be Tom Cruise and blah blah blah, and your host, Craig Gilborn, and he would come out and just like dance around and oh, it's brilliant. Like to be your own, <laughs> to be your own announcer to announce yourself coming on. It was just like I, I truly don't feel people like appreciated it enough. Or I don't think it was like I just couldn't get enough of that kind of stuff, and he pulled yeah. it off so well. I feel like that maybe would have been an era where people weren't quite as tuned into shticks, right? Like yeah. the the Colbert rapport, right? I feel yeah. like on the front end of that, people were a lot of people weren't quite clear. It's almost like professional wrestling and, and um, 
what do they call that? Kayfabe, right? It's like these guys are, are putting forth a persona. Yep. And for many years, people just assumed that's what they were like in real life. And then, you know, it, it kind of peaked in the 90s and, and early 2000s where, you know, where's reality? Where's, you know, kayfabe? And then, and then now it's just like everybody knows that what, what everybody is putting forth on the Internet is some sort of altered yeah. version of reality. <laughs> well, and that's what I was going to say about Kilborn is I feel like I still don't know who he really is. So I actually I, I right. texted a, 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 a clip of him. Um, a fairly recent one where he he's a huge like a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. I guess he's from Minnesota or that area. Okay. And so he was on like he was on the Timberwolves social media account and somebody's interviewing him. This goofy little clip, and I sent it to a buddy of mine, and he's he he said like I just wonder what he's like in real life. Like I wonder like when all the cameras are off and he's around his buddies, is that him, or is he just is he? I mean, because I don't think I've ever seen him. And like okay, this is what he's like. Like with Conan. I feel like he's so self-depreciating. And if you listen to his podcast, I feel like you get yeah. a pretty good idea of who Conan O'Brien probably is in real life. He's probably yeah. super funny, um, but also like goofy, goofy and, and, and like throwing darts at everybody. Yes, right. But Craig Kilborn, I, I truly don't know. Like it wouldn't surprise me if this is really, if his, if his real personality is just, is this, but just like toned down a little bit, but he's still I just- I think that's it. I like think a, that's it. A, like the best way I could describe it is a guy that will never laugh at somebody else's joke. You know what I'm saying? You know those. You know, <laughs> because they they um they're um the jealous of the of the. Of the I don't know. So like, I so yesterday just walk doing work. I listened to a 40 minute interview when he was on the Rich Eisen show like two years ago. It was yeah. a 40. He was so he was on the Rich Eisen show on NFL Network. He's on there for like 40 minutes, and I noticed the whole time, and they were talking didn't back laugh. and forth. Didn't laugh. Didn't laugh once. And I was like, man, I wonder if this is just like part of his shtick. Is this like? I'm too cool to laugh at somebody else's joke. And he, and maybe he was, he, and he was he nice. His laugh. He might, but he was even nice. Like rich. I mean, he's very complimentary of rich, rich Eisen telling him how great he is and stuff like that. So it wasn't even like him, like not being afraid of like not wanting to pump somebody else up. But I did sure. notice like, yeah, the only time he's, he laughs or chuckles is like in response to one of his own jokes. Never, never laughed at rich Eisen the whole time. I thought it was interesting, but that is interesting. I, but to your, to your question of what, what are these people actually like? I do think that in pretty much every case, it's always and I, and you hear this in interviews where people talk about the personas that they portray on on you know online or on TV or whatever. It's always just kind of a uh, an amped up version of themselves, yeah. Which makes sense. It's, mm-hmm. It it would be very difficult to live your entire life um, portraying a character that you didn't really ever relate to, right? Um, are you familiar with Nathan for you, Nathan? Oh my I can't gosh! Remember There's another one where this guy lives his entire life basically portraying a persona yeah even his his social media accounts his personal social media accounts keep up the shtick of this guy who's completely alienated from basically any everybody and has has no friends and is just very super socially awkward but you know that i mean it's he goes on talk shows and he's very awkward yeah it's like he cannot be that awkward it's just impossible nathan for you i think is I don't know, man. If I was doing a Mount Rushmore of my, if I really sat down and thought about all my favorite shows that might be on my Mount Rushmore of all time favorite shows, it's really good, and it's very, it's very, um, it's a good show for the times, right? Yeah, but like I have another friend, other friends who I've told like you should watch this, who watch it and can't watch it because I think this is a mean show. They're this is they're they're kind of like 
the the so for anybody who doesn't know Nathan for you, he plays like this this business guru who really doesn't know anything at all. And yeah. he goes into these real life, supposedly these real life businesses and situations and tries to help them, but his solutions just keep getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And they're terrible. They're and all they're terrible. Awful. And they kind of a lot of them kind of make the people who do it, I guess, make look kind of stupid for falling for his tricks. And so sure. I do I do get it. Um yeah. I'm I'm and I feel the same way too. I don't like stuff like that. I don't like yeah. um I don't like comedy that goes to unassuming people and and basically makes them look silly or puts them in uncomfortable positions i i, I get i get secondhand embarrassment pretty easily mm-hmm. when i see stuff that's like cringy so yeah that kind of stuff i don't really like but i feel like nathan for use just slightly different just because he is i don't know it's, it, it, he is he's making fun of he's making fun of himself the the whole time too. I mean, the opening credits say, sure. "I went yes. to a business school with really good grades," <laughs> and it shows his report card with like C's and like a B minus. Yeah. Um, did you? Okay, now, man, we're talking about stuff like deep deep cut cultural stuff that nobody else is going to care about but us. But whatever, yeah. nobody listens to this anyway. <laughs> um, what did you think about the Nathan for You series finale? Did you ever? Did you watch it? No, I okay. heard, wasn't there like, it was like, there was a lady that he was getting, I, I'd heard about it. There was oh my a lady gosh, that he you was have getting, to watch it. Uh, sincerely, like, uh, I don't know. Although, it's yeah, of, we, it's, don't, we don't know. It's one of the most, uh, I think, masterfully, like, created pieces of television. No joke I've ever seen. Like, I still think about it to this day, wondering what actually happened in that show. It was poignant and funny, but super confusing it was no one of the, one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen on TV. Yeah, your homework is to watch between now and the next time we record is to watch okay. that the series the series finale of Nathan for you. I think it's like an hour or hour and a half long. It's pretty long. I need you to watch it, and you don't have to really have watched any of the like all the episodes re- leading up to it. I don't sure, think. Sure, sure. I mean, he he does go back. It does revolve around one person that he used throughout um, the series before. Actually, like the, he has a guy who plays a. Um, a Bill Gates impersonator throughout the show. He uses a couple of times. It's okay. and so the show revolves around that guy, the impersonator, like his real life. Um, the okay. final episode does. Oh, okay, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. And then Nathan Fielder also. Have you watched on HBO? Um, oh, what's the HBO show? Uh, H. John. Um, oh, How to with he, John Wilson. How to with John Wilson. I've never heard of this in my life. I think you'd really like it because it is he. It's made by Nathan Fielder. It has definitely a Nathan Fielder um, vibe to it. When when you uh, and I didn't know it was Nathan Fielder at first. Then when I heard it was behind, it, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Basically, this filmmaker John Wilson goes around New York City with the camera, literally films everything he does in his life, films anything he sees, and then creates like these little th- thirty-minute episodes where he kind of has this narrative. And as he's talking about something in life, like a life lesson, he'll show something crazy, some crazy New York scene that that had nothing to do with it, but helps kind of. It's it's actually really fun. It's a sh- it's a good show to watch one and done. You don't have to like sit and watch it in, in in a row. If you just like, I want something kind of fun to watch, thirty minutes, low commitment. Check it out. How yeah. to with John Wilson? Okay. I think you'll like how it. to with John Wilson? HBO. Mm-hmm. HBO. Okay. I sent you that Stella. Uh, series? Did you have you popped that in? Have you popped that into the old uh, PlayStation Two and watched that? There it is, baby, Stella. Let me tell. Let me tell the um, 
God, I love Let me stuff. tell the listeners about this guy, Warren. Uh, congratulations no, no. to Michael Showalter for uh, being and directing a movie where the that main actress got the Academy Award. What? Just wanted to say that. The mm-hmm. eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, Jessica Chastain. She won Best Actress, and Michael Showalter was the director of really? the eyes of Tammy I Faye. I didn't know yeah. that. Um, we'll we'll talk about that more on our Oscars uh, show, our yeah. Oscars yeah. edition of the pod. Uh, let me tell. Let me tell the, the listener about this guy Warren. Let me tell. Let me. Let me kind of talk to about these, me? these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about me. We hold up one second. I'm getting a call from Walgreens. Decline. Um, That's so your prescription, buddy. Soon, soon after the pod started, we talked about baseball cards. Talked yep. about my son, Viking baseball cards. Yep. Talking about the uh, how Ziri went to the um, uh, party and a kid fleeced him. Told him, "Here's a." <sighs> Here's a t- Fernando Tatis senior card because he's better. He's the dad. Got to be better. My son fell for it. He did um, hit what four home runs in one game? <laughs> yeah, two grand slams in one inning. Two grand um, slams in one inning. Yes, that's great, right. Against the Dodgers, uh, he uh, Warren sent to our house to, to Ziri some baseball cards, including a Fernando Tatis card. That's right, this baby. guy, this guy here. That's right, baby. Everybody's got to have a Tatis Jr. One night, Warren and I were talking about Stella and how you can't find it streaming anywhere, uh, except on YouTube. Um, and he, this guy sent me in the mail a DVD that? of Stella. Look at Season this guy. One. That's the entire series right there that Look you're holding. this guy. Entire series. And I had, being I had the per- jokester, what was, my, what, was my, what was my response to you? Instead of saying, hey, thanks for the DVD, what did I say to you over text message? Oh, did so he send me a DVD player <laughs> as well? <laughs> Which is... I yeah. Uh, do, do you have a DVD player? <laughs> no. I told you you use your PlayStation too. I know we don't have a PlayStation. We we had a um we had a, a Xbox One or whatever it was, uh, but lost it in the fire. Thanks for reminding me. Sorry, this is yeah. This is bringing up old <laughs> wounds now. I, well, I no, had had yeah. I had originally had a, a a you know a copy of that for many years. I got it when it first came out. I loved Stella, loved the show. I was heartbroken when it didn't get renewed. For a second season because I thought it was hilarious yep. and great and ahead of its time, which yep. I think is proven to be the case. Mm-hmm. And thought I lost it, so I I was the day that I realized that I thought I lost it, I was beside myself and I immediately went to the internet and and purchased a, a copy of of season one, the entire series again mm-hmm. on Amazon, um, which I think was like it was like eight bucks or something. It was something that was incredibly <laughs> cheap. So, uh, and then I later found the original copy that I had, so yeah. Uh, everything is under control here at TV20. As you know, we really take uh, great pride in our technical excellence. We're having a little problem, but we're trying to get it fixed. Keep calm. Nothing's wrong with your set. Hey, guys, hang on. Get Hurry up. Whoopi, don't worry. It's going to be fixed any minute now. Hurry up. Do something. TV20. Okay, sorry. Now I'm recording. Uh, yeah, now you sound great. Yeah. How do I sound? How do I sound? You sound good. You're upside down, okay, but good. you sound good. Um, so we had a Zoom crashed right in the middle of us talking about what were we talking about? Um, Stella. Stella. And uh, the second time Zoom's crashed on us, which is yeah. super so frustrating. So that, that Zoom. So now we're trying a new website that I have read about. I heard is really good. Riverdale, Riverdale High School. Riverdale High, Riverside, Riverside. And um, my camera is upside down. They won't let me flip my camera. No, but that's okay. Are you familiar with the band Starflyer Fifty Nine? No, should I be? 
Oh man, I think you would like them. Actually, that, that that's something I wanted to talk to you about this time around. I wanted to talk okay. to you about music. You ever heard of music? I have some of it. So Starflyer Fifty Nine is a band, but okay. it is primarily just one dude. His name is Jason Martin. Okay, and he's from Riverside, California. So Riverside made me think of Jason Martin. What kind of music is Starflyer Fifty Nine? Shoegaze. What? Shoegaze. What, what kind of music is it? Shoe gaze. Shoe gaze? Shoe gaze. You haven't heard of shoe gaze music? Shoe gazer? No. Here, I'm playing some music right now. Can you hear this in your headphones? No. No? Okay, well, I can hear it in my headphones. Okay, I get it. Are you listening to shoe gaze? (laughs) Are you playing Starfire 59? Oh, here we go. It looks like I need to search. Oh, in this thing, we can do. Actually, Starflyer 59 started out as a uh, Christian band. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would say started out. That they've had connections to um, Christian uh, 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 labels. Oh, okay. And whatnot more early on. Look in here. Look here. So in this software, I can add little drops. Watch this. <laughs> wow. That's pretty Thank slick. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thunderous, thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. There you go. This is uh, like a little radio station. Where did you hear about this? I was looking it up a few months ago, just when I was expecting our podcast to really take off. Oh, which it has. Which it has. (laughs) So good thing. Uh, I was. This is one of the options that looked pretty good, but I, you know, um, but you can add drops in here. uh, So like we can do. Here's a transition. Oh. Now we're gonna talk about. Cry Kilborn. Stella. <laughs> Hit the whoosh. Oh. That's going to help. That's going to help a lot. That's going to help a lot. Yep. Yep. So there you have it. So, so there, you have, this is our new. And you've called it Zoom Crash. So wh- is there a reason why you have to have your camera upside down in your setup? Just the, the setup of, of Just my. Just the way um, that it, Yeah. Hold up. Can I do this? What if I do this? What the ergonomics of it all. The ergonomics of, this, of, of the room that I'm in. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Whoa! There's hey, my well, camera. We've entered the matrix. There's my camera. Yeah. And the, there's Jeremiah the little, showing little, me. There's the little Lego pieces. Yep. See the Lego. Yep. And then this is my desk. So yeah, just the way I have to have it set up right now. Yeah. You know, let's do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. So I'm glad well, we hopped back on here, though. Yeah, for the last like thirty seconds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're we're I think we're getting towards the end of our time here. Um I did want to I did want to chat with you about music, but we could do that at another time. Okay. Um I I my primarily I was just curious what sort of you, you listen to a lot of music? Do you, <laughs> you listen to music? Uh you know, not near as much as I you would think I would. I'm just a po- I'm a podcast. I'll listen to podcasts all day, every day. Okay, but that, then, that, um, the, yeah, that really seems to be the distinction between people is you're either a podcast person or you're a music person. I'm absolutely a music person. It's like you get in the car, you turn music on. Yeah. See, I don't ever turn music on in the car, ever, yeah. ever, ever. Um, ben Rector came out with a new album I don't, a couple weeks uh, ago. You mentioned this person. I think um, you mentioned he's this one of my before. favorite artists. Yeah. And I listened to that album and I was like, man, why don't I listen to more music during the day? It makes me in a better mood. Yeah. Not that like the podcasts I listen to are maybe in a bad mood by any means. Sure. Like, I don't listen to depressing uh. stuff. <laughs> right? 
but I was like, yeah, this is really, this actually gives me some energy and helps me, you know, getting, getting some productive, you know, but I don't know why I don't. Yeah. So what do you, what's, what's your go-to? Before we, before I go on looking at you upside down for this long, I'm getting that, like, you ever seen the, you ever see that, that optical illusion where it's the woman's face that's upside down. You're like, nothing's wrong with this face. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you turn it upside down and her eyes are upside down. Right. So that's what it looks like. Well, I don't, I don't know if this is much better. I can see part of your <laughs> groin. Okay, hold up, hold up. At least I might sideways. Unplug, at least I sideways. might unplug. I might unplug it. I might. This might turn into big trouble if my USB gets unplugged here. Hold up, hold oh. up. Oh, I almost got it. Oh, you're there. Look at that. See, you thought you I had a, it upside I had a doctor's down. appointment, an online doctor's appointment earlier this week, and their software also doesn't allow you to flip your. Flip it. So I was I was talking to my doctor like this, looking up at him. Upside down. You were upside down. No, 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 no. I I put it like this. Oh, it's a much more steep angle, but oh, much higher. Oh, I see. And so I felt weird like talking to my, talking to him up here. Hey, doctor. Hey, doctor Kim. Thanks no, for the medicine. No, this is good. This is like a hero shot. It is, but like, it's hard to like look at. I can't look at you. This is me looking at you. This is me oh, looking at the camera. Oh, okay. Me so looking you, at you. Me I looking at the camera. I see. I see. I see. I see. There you go. What kind of music is Ben Garnett? <laughs> ben Garnett. Uh, he plays piano mainly. Okay. Um, <clears throat> like classical piano or like pop piano? Is there a pop, pop piano? piano. <laughs> He's singer songwriter. Singer songwriter. Okay, like, <laughs> like Ben Folds. I, ben Folds. <clears throat> a little more. A little not, more obvious than Ben Folds. I think that you would actually. I'm sure you've heard of some Ben Rector songs. Your wife has definitely heard of Ben Rector. Yeah, my wife. Um, any any song that starts with piano, she's 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 <clears throat> feeling it. He's super popular in like, well, women, our our wives' ages love Ben Rector, um, but I think he's awesome. And I, uh, but he's a pretty pretty wide on his newest album, Snoop Dogg's on one of his uh, songs. Um, who else is Snoop Dogg? Um, feature. Uh, who's who's the famous uh, uh, saxophone player? Um, you know who I'm talking about? Like Kenny G. Kenny G's on one of the songs. Okay. So he's kind of he got a variety. Uh, uh, okay. But. He has some. He has some big songs. I'm sure you would you would know. Okay. But. Yeah. No. I I'm I have a very eclectic mix, and I I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast before, but I there was a period of time before I got a Spotify account where I thought my musical journey was basically over, and that any music I would listen to going forward for the rest of my life would be you know stuff I was already familiar with for the most part. Right. But having gotten a Spotify account and discovered Discover Weekly. Love that. Love this Discover Weekly. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that that's really opened up all kinds of new avenues of, of Who's your who's your favorite? I've got one. Who's your who's your favorite? Um oh and also remind me. It's just happened to my my, my my brain before we before we end. Ryan, yeah. one of the Ryans, did respond to me with what they thought was a near perfect movie. So we oh, got that. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe we'll end okay. with that. Yeah. Um. But what is your favorite artist you have discovered on Spotify Discover Weekly thanks to their algorithms? <sighs> well, <clears throat> you know how I hate questions like these. But what I'm going to do is I'm going oh, to go to my playlists on Spotify because I actually have a playlist. It's called. Choice Nugs. I've even created a little share that with for me. It. Share that with me. Share it with me, that? bro. So these Send are these are basically songs that I wasn't really familiar with, 
that I've discovered through Discover Weekly or just, uh, you know, newer songs to me. Okay. And I've been curating this for many, many years. Um, Actually, you know what? Right off the bat, I've talked about it before. Conan Moccasin. This is a guy that I I was not aware of. I I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. I wouldn't say that I listen to all of this guy's content. Mm -hmm. But um, there's a number of songs I find very interesting. He's a bit of a weird guy. Okay. But uh, that would be one. Um, golly, let me just real quick here go to one of my more recent um, playlists. I think you've talked about him before. The I have. Moccasin guy. I have. I have. Uh, actually, you know what? Just last night, I was, um, what's his name? Uh, Niles Lofgren. I think he, he, he's, a, he's an E Street Band guy. He's played with Bruce Springsteen. He's played with Neil Young. He's a guitarist. Okay. I was I was only vaguely familiar with the guy. Well, he was in a band early on in his career called Grin, G-R-I-N, Grin. Okay. Very good stuff. I, I listened a little bit to their debut album last night, and I was like, man, I really like this. I would never have, I would have never listened to any Grin, probably, if sure. not for Spotify, Discover Weekly. I know they're getting raked over the coals because of Joe Rogan stuff, but... My goodness, that algorithm is amazing. I will say, um, I have uh, with um, Apple Music, I have played the same song on Spotify and then played it on Apple Music. Yeah, it, it is noticeable, and I'm not being the like quality. an audio. Uh, yeah, I'm not being an audio nerd here. Like, it is noticeable how much better the, the Apple Music uh, quality is. Yeah, I have heard that. You, although you can change the setting. Are you changing the setting with Spotify on, on, on the... Of course. So you, you've got quality. it maxed out. You've got oh, it yeah, maxed yeah, out. Yeah, always. Okay. Always. Day one. Day one, I did that. Okay. See, I, I don't do that. I don't I don't know. I've, I'm that way with audio. I'm that way with um, with video, too. Do you, Are you one of these guys that, like, requires ultra UHD? You're like, if I'm watching a movie... It's got to be UHD. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't I? What's the movie? downside? What's the downside to it? I understand that that is preferable, and and that like if you have a choice, yeah, you're gonna want it to have the best picture. But I, it doesn't bother me as much as it does other people, especially other people that are like video people. Like we're we're video people. Yeah, you and me, we're video people. I'm not bothered by a kind of a crappy, grainy, <laughs> um, movie. I mean, to a point, if if it's if it's hard to see anything, then then yeah, I don't, I don't want I don't want that. But I I, you I will know, say there, I will there say are people when, that I know that, that will not watch a movie unless it's at least Blu-ray quality. I I I, I can I can actually kind of get that. Um, maybe not movie, but we were whenever during the pandemic, we were our family was watching Survivor. Yeah, and uh, we kind of picked it up with one of the newer episodes. And I was like, hey, let's go back and watch from the beginning, and we started to watch it, and that. The, the 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 four by three format, I I couldn't do it. Yeah, I could I couldn't do it. It it was so, and I was like I was so annoyed at myself for disliking it so much. Does that make sense? Like no, yeah, I get and it. And definitely my kids and like Livy was definitely like I don't want to watch one of those. I want yeah. one, of, and I get it, I get it there. But I was like I should be able to power through and watch this, but I I couldn't do it. Yeah, it, there are movies that I've watched where that I'm very familiar with that I've only ever seen like on TV kind of crappy quality, whatever. And then I, I do watch a Blu-ray or, or UHD version of the movie, and it and, and it is a better experience. It is yeah. a oh, more sure. enjoyable experience. Yeah. And so it does, I understand that it makes a difference. 
Um, I just, I don't know. I guess I'm not as, as bent out of shape when it's not like that to, to a degree. But I, it, on the flip side, I, I don't know if you ever remember when you, like, going from your first tube television to your first, like, flat, you know, nicer, the higher screen, quality yeah. flat screen TV. It's almost, like, too real. It's almost too much. When yeah. you were when you started watching TV like that, do you remember that feeling? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, those were awesome. But then um, you go, but you, you go backwards, and it's just like it, it looks like you're watching through, um, I don't know, hazy clouds of right garbage. So before we end, um, we do have Ryan's uh, one of the Ryans messaged yes. me with his near perfect movie. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> let me get up. Hopefully, yeah. he understood the assignment and. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and gave us a movie that has high rewatchability because again, I think that's important. That's important. Here. Sure. So Ryan uh, texted me mm-hmm. and he said, uh, "This is on Tuesday at 8 a.m. I'm listening to the podcast. Mm. One, a potential movie choice, although pretty wholesome, is that thing you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what so What do we say, he, Ryan? What do we say? We said, don't <laughs> give us." Movies that we've already listed. Did he not listen to the whole episode? Did he stop? He he was he said he's still listening to the podcast. Okay. So he 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 did right. say he did send it out, but okay. but although he never responded, he never followed up. Like, oops, I didn't. Sure, I didn't <laughs> sure, sure. Well, hey, you soon. know what? You know what that tells me? You guys, you guys would probably be good friends. Why? Because we you like the same movie too soon about things. Oh, because we both like the thing you do. Because you what? What did you say? Because we both speak too soon about things. <laughs> because I said I said he he didn't say he spoke too soon. You're like, well, that means you guys be good friends. Sure. Wait, no, because we both jumped the gun on s- stuff. Or no, because you both like that thing you do. Although I like I never that knew thing. You liked that. I, I like that I thing never, you do. I don't I like. I don't know if it. I like it as much as you. Clearly, I haven't watched it as, as much. Right. You seem to really like it. You got a problem. You got a problem. <laughs> With how much you like that thing you do? <laughs> oh gosh, he's Warren's pointing right at me. I I feel like I've like I've been taking the task. You know, I've been I've been knocked down a few pegs just right now. Stop watching that thing you do. <laughs> You're done. You've reached your limit. Your family and I have talked. You yeah. need to stop watching it. Yeah, this so is much. this is an intervention about how often right. you're watching that thing you do. <laughs> okay, um, Jeremiah, thank you. Um, this is me wrapping up our session. I am sorry that I said that I had a great idea for a podcast and it ended up being kind of not a great idea. Maybe no, we're gonna try it. We're gonna try it. Well, I, it's, we got to figure out. We got to figure out what it means, and we also have yeah. to become really good storytellers. <laughs> so yep. that that's your assignment. We're both gonna become. Hope you understand the assignment. The assignment. Yeah. <laughs>